Hey guys, so before we get into today's episode, I have an announcement. It is officially one month until the first year anniversary of Do I Look Fat podcast. Can you guys believe I've been doing this for a whole year? That is crazy to me. And while yes, I might have missed an episode here and there, I have tried my hardest to bring you guys the best content, the best guests, you know, just a good a good ass time all right um and with that because it is the one year anniversary of my podcast i am hosting my first intimate live show this isn't like commemoration of my zoom launch party last year remember in the middle of a pandemic it was lit it was probably about like seven hours and we had a blast and i'm just trying to bring that same type of vibe love support energy to my live show it is going to be on sunday may 2nd in new york city so if you are in the tri-state area tickets officially go on sale today okay the link will be down in the description bar um if you are subscribed to the Do I Look Fat mailing list, you will get a 10% discount for purchasing an early bird ticket. There will be a link to subscribe to the Do I Look Fat mailing list. So not only will you get your discount for the ticket, you will also get all updated information, everything having to do Steffi Kiss and Do I Look Fat pod. Okay, let's like, it's a win-win situation. I cannot wait until this live show. I'm going to have a bunch of previous guests in attendance. So you guys get to meet them too. I get to meet some of my listeners. A lot of people who I've actually like spoken to on social media. I want you guys to come too. I want to meet you guys. I cannot believe I have been speaking to you for a whole year. A whole year. Um, Again, I'm so, 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 so excited. Thank you so much to all of my listeners for all of your support, all of your love, just just everything. Like you guys, you guys really got me through some things this past year. This podcast really got me through some things and I'm ready to celebrate it. I have a lot of things in store. I have a lot of ideas, especially for this live show. So if you are in the tri-state area, I would love to meet you and I would love to have you in attendance to my first annual anniversary live show. (laughs) I sound crazy, but it's just because I'm so excited. Okay, I took up enough of your time. Let's get into the episode. Do I look fat? Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Do I Look Fat podcast. It's your girl, Steffi Kiss. This week's guest is a coach, a fellow autism mama, and someone who loves to make it fun, Bernadette Henry. Hey, love, how are you? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm good. How are you faring in the the clock change, as they call it overseas? <laughs> well, <laughs> I guess got to get used to it and play it day by day. Like this week is going to be um, uh, like tiresome week for me anyway, because I mm-hmm. actually go into work this week. So oh. anytime I go in, like I'm so drained afterwards. So mm-hmm. it's crazy how different a year is, right? Like Very. you're dreading the week that you have to go into work, but you were doing it every week like probably a year ago or so so it's just wild we're coming into that time of the anniversary of corona but i don't want to have the episode focus on that because i'm tired of talking right (laughs) Uh, tell my listeners who you are and what you have going on 
So my name is Bernadette Henry, and I am a mom of three boys. I am a wife. I am a full-time employee. I have a business, Make It Fun NYC, uh, where I make jump rope and exercise as a whole more fun and exciting for anyone looking to live a healthy and active lifestyle. And I, I'm also a coach for moms over 40 to help them manage their lives, you know, physically, mentally, and emotionally. That is amazing. That is amazing. I have been following Bernadette for a couple of years now, a few years now at this point. Um, and I remember I found you because at, it was at a point where I was looking just for anyone who did like different types of workouts. I would just join random workout classes or whatever. And I saw that you had this jump rope class and I was just like, oh my God, that looks like so much fun. So I actually did one in the city and I hadn't jumped rope since like elementary school before that. Like, and it was, it was amazing. I had, a, I had a great time. Um, I would recommend Thank anyone you. to go check out your classes for sure, because they are a good time. Um, so before we get into the actual episode, I like to start each episode with an icebreaker. So it's okay. where um, we're going to do a, would you rather type of situation? So I'm going to give you two scenarios. You let me know which one you would rather and why. Okay. Okay. So the first one is, would you rather be able to see 10 minutes into your own future or 10 minutes into the future of anyone but yourself? I would say 10 minutes into the future of... Anyone else? <laughs> Why? Um, I would say, especially the kids, just to know what they're going to do and how I am to brace myself for it when that time happens. The surprises be real when you have kids. I can only imagine three boys. It's three boys <laughs> that you have? Three boys. Oh my goodness. The the craziness that they must get themselves into because I have one and he's pretty low key, but sometimes I'm just like, why? <laughs> like, what are you doing? <laughs> All the time. So I get that. I don't know if I would want to see 10 minutes into the future of my own life all the time. Like, life is fun with surprises. I would want to be surprised True. for certain things. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I would definitely pick seeing it for someone else. And maybe you can pick and choose, which would be fun, too. You know? Um, okay. So the next one is, would you rather be suddenly elected a senator or suddenly become a CEO of a major company, you won't have any more knowledge of doing either job? Uh, I would say the CEO of a major company. Mm -hmm. um, because even though politics can be involved in a company, I think that becoming a CEO of a company is more... Um, entrepreneur-like as opposed mm -hmm. to being a senator, which is more instead of politics, which I'm not really into. So right. I would say the latter. Yeah. I don't know anything about politics, to be honest. Like it's <laughs> terrible and I should know more, but I just grew up not really caring about it for the most part. So I don't know much about it. I don't know, aside from what I learned in like school branches of the government and all of that, like, I don't really know what goes the intricacies of all of that. So I don't think I would want to be a senator either. And, you know, like, isn't our goal to be the CEO of a major, <laughs> of a major right. brand or a major well, at company? Least my, my brand, yes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. Okay. So the next one is, would you rather live in a cave or live in a treehouse? 
I think I'd rather live in a treehouse uh, mm-hmm. just because it's open and I can see what's around me, what surrounds me. And I have a little, little bit more control over my environment than if I was like locked in a cave. It would kind of feel like, I guess I've never been to prison, but like prison, like, mm-hmm. like trapped yeah. almost. Yep. Yeah, I get that. And f- for me, I would also pick a tree house because I live in an apartment now where we don't get a lot of sunlight. And it's dark in here all the time. And you don't realize how much you miss like the sunlight just coming into your your space every day until you don't have it anymore. So I don't know if I would I definitely wouldn't want to live in a cave. I know that for sure. I would rather live in a treehouse, even though like I get dizzy sometimes when it's kind of <laughs> high off the ground. I think I'll probably get over it <laughs> just for the right. sunlight and the sunshine. <laughs> all right. So the next question is the final question. Would you rather be unable to move your body every time it rains or not be able to stop moving while the sun is out? Um, be a- Whoa, whoa, whoa. Mm. You said be unable to stop moving when the sun? Unable to move when it rains, unable to stop moving when it when the sun is out. Um, I would say the latter, not being able to stop when the sun comes out um because the sun is uh ideal time to be out and Mm -hmm. able to run and move and things like that um so yeah I think I prefer that one yeah it was the question was weird but then the, the more I started to think about it because the obvious answer is you know to keep on moving while the sun is out right but then it's like do you ever get a break like what if you're tired and it's like a sunny day and you're not able to take a nap because you're just moving around and all of that but you know that's those are scenarios which will probably never happen in real life so it's okay but that brings us into our first segment right which is Uh eat your heart out and this segment basically provides my listeners with like help tips and gems um for different aspects of life. And today, because you are my guest, I wanted to talk about jump rope as a form of cardio, right? Okay. Obviously, you are the expert here, but for everyone who may be new to the jump rope game, jumping rope is a form of is a complete body workout. It can tone your calves, tighten your core, improve lung capacity and build stamina, okay? When it comes to jump roping, what recommendations would you give someone who is starting for the first time? Um, I would tell someone that's starting for the first time to make sure they are wearing the correct shoes. Um, the shoes are very important. They should have something that absorbs shock, such as a running shoe or a cross trainer. I would suggest that, of course, they have the proper stretches and warm up. I would suggest that they're jumping on the correct surface, which can be a wood floor or a rubber turf. I would suggest that they um they learn they actually learn how to jump so have someone teach them how to um jump the correct way uh don't jump too high off the ground only jump high enough to clear the rope um take it step by step like little by little uh i see like a lot of times people are starting and they're kind of going blindly into it because it's kind of like the fad right now it's like mm-hmm. as soon as i tell someone 10 minutes to jump off is equivalent to a 30 minute jog everyone is so ready to jump but now they're not properly taught how to jump and as a result they hurt themselves and give jump off a bad rap so mm-hmm. definitely just making sure 
that you're careful that you learn and that you're well equipped before starting this new activity. Definitely, definitely. Um, I, I'm happy that you said, you know, learning the correct form, because I can tell you for me, I started off as a running, right? Like running was right. my primary cardio. Um, and then, you know, just getting older, I my feet were starting to hurt, right? So I wanted something that wasn't so hard on my feet. Um, so I thought, okay, maybe jump roping. But then I was like, oh my goodness, this can actually be worse if I'm not doing it correctly. Um, I was getting like shin splints at one point when I was jumping rope and I wasn't sure why. And it turns out I was wearing the wrong shoes. I changed the type of shoes that I had on. I had like really clunky, heavy shoes and I don't know why, but I changed my (laughs) shoes and you know, it didn't happen right away, but little by little it did start improving and I wasn't having the issues that I was having, um, in the beginning. Why would you say jumping rope is your go-to exercise? Uh, jump rope is my go-to because it's it's just fun. It's just like I don't get bored and I can get half the work. I can get a bulk of my workout done in a little time of jumping rope than mm-hmm. like more time running, you know? Mm-hmm. So a lot of times, you know, jump rope is very hard. Like I make it look fun and easy, but jump rope is a really hard exercise. But, you know, if you're able to kind of get a lot done. So my typical jump rope workout is 10 sets of hundred jumps. Right. Mm-hmm. And I can get that done within 10 minutes. So with that intensity, I'm getting this equivalent of a 30 minute jog. So basically I cut down half the time. Number one, number two, I can do it anywhere, anytime. So if I don't have a babysitter, guess Mm -hmm. what? I can jump in my house. I can go outside, you know, in front of my building. I can go in my hallway. I don't have to go far to get this workout in. Um, Because I'm so busy, I have so much things going on. It can allow me to just change clothes, go do jump rope, come back. You can do it anywhere, any place, anytime. And it's it's just a very convenient exercise and just very good for your whole body. Yeah. What are your thoughts on weighted ropes? Um, You said the beaded ropes? The weighted. Oh, the weighted ropes. I use um, a cross rope weighted rope and I use that jump rope because um, it helps to burn twice the calories. It helps with um, keeping my muscles. So my shoulders, my biceps, my triceps, my wrists. It just helps to keep everything together. Also, it helps with weight loss. So when you're lifting something heavy, it helps you to lose that weight, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, and I try to encourage women like 35 and over to add some resistance in their life because when you add resistance now you're going to look smaller so even if the scale is still saying this number because you're you have more lean muscle mass you're going to look smaller so you can have a woman you can have two women that's 230 pounds but the Mm -hmm. one that has less body fat is going to look smaller than the one that has more body fat yeah yeah it's 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 so crazy how your body can hold fat versus lean muscle mass and how it just, it literally figures your body to look a different way completely. Um, I remember a couple of years ago, I have a picture and it's probably on my Instagram um, and maybe I'll share it when the episode comes out. I have a picture of me in the same black and white dress mm-hmm. and it was like, and it was like a year and a half apart, right? And the way my, I weighed exact, I think I weighed more when I looked smaller 
than as opposed to when I looked bigger. And that's just because I just looked leaner. Right. So like you can right. see my my clavicle and like my collar, the muscle like by my shoulders are a little bit more prominent or like I'm just looking a little bit leaner in the waist. And it's just it's crazy. But I weighed more. Right. And that's what people have to understand. Don't just try to focus on the scale because that's right. It's, it's not a good thing to do, especially if you're focusing on building muscle and, you know, a real building lean muscle and just, you know, cutting off of the fat because muscle weighs more than fat. Like we hear this all the time over and right. over again, but people don't, I don't think people understand and they don't realize it. And when we say building muscle, we're not so, like, we're, we're not lifting weights with a jump right. rope, right? Like how heavy is a weighted jump rope usually? You, I mean, it depends. You can get different weights. You can get the one, two, three. I mean, you can get whatever one you want. I, mm-hmm. when I do my workouts, I usually use a one half pound. Okay. So imagine because my that's goal, nothing. my goal is still to get through it in a quick time. Mm-hmm. Oh, so you're more like endurance and right. But, but the weighted ropes brings the challenge. Cause imagine swinging something heavy around really quickly as mm-hmm. opposed to doing it slowly. So now I'm burning. So I'm, I'm, I'm getting like the best of both worlds, your cardio and your weightlifting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's amazing. It's a good workout, like a total body workout. Like we said before, are you incorporating anything else into your workout routine? Yes, of course. So, um, for the jump up workouts, I usually do the weighted ropes and then I use my freestyle ropes for like the other things. And then I do re- a lot of resistance band workouts. Um, a lot of resistance, it's like a re- resistance band workout, kettlebells, um, dumbbells. Yes, of course I do other things. So usually I'll feature that on Wednesdays on Instagram mm-hmm. tell everybody, Hey, look, if your goal is to lose weight or to look smaller, add other things in addition to like the jump up, which is the cardio. Right, right. When I was heavy in the gym, I would do an active rest. So in between my sets of whatever body part I was working on, I would do 30 to 60 seconds of just jumping rope as many jumps as I can within that time frame, depending on what body part I was working on. And when I tell you the calories I burned those days when I added jumping rope, in between my sets it was crazy and you just don't realize like your heart like it's gonna continue pumping like you feel like it's gonna come out of your chest and you feel like you know like you can't breathe or whatever but it's going to get better it's going to work harder each time and it's going to gain more stamina more endurance and it's going to be easier so that's why it's good to add the weighted ropes just to give yourself a little bit more of a challenge yep that's amazing so we're actually going to get into our next segment. And this is the one I'm actually more um, excited about because this episode is dropping on World Autism Day, Friday, April 2nd. Yes. And you are also a proud autism mama, just like I am. Um, My son for, you know, any first time listeners is 11 years old and he has autism. He's nonverbal autistic for the most part. How has it been for you trying to stay active with kids on the spectrum or even the kids who may not be on the spectrum? It's it. I mean, they were, it was really a concern more or less when COVID happened because now with COVID I'm home. So before I would go to the gym, but it's, it's pretty cool. Like my kids say, well, two out of the three enjoy, you know, working out outside. So anytime Mm -hmm. I go outside, you know, they can just go outside and play. So that's kind of the great thing about the jump rope is that, 
I can still be present with them, but they're still mm-hmm. running, playing ball, riding bikes, riding scooters. Um, and then in my hallway, a lot of the times I try to have them in the house or sometimes my little son, he'll follow me outside. So I believe yesterday on Instagram, I actually mm-hmm. posted a video of me doing like so, a workout and my son was there. So it's not, it's not too bad, you know, but I always tell moms too, um, I'm not going to get those cute little videos. You know how like some moms, they have these videos with their kids and they're just cute. And yeah. I'm just like, this is not my reality. Like I, <laughs> I, when I do like my workout bands, for example, like in my hallway, my little son, he will come out, he will be in the camera like this, or mm-hmm. he will just like run back and forth in front of the camera on purpose. And he knows that I'm recording and it's just like, please stop. So it's just, you just go with the flow. Um, Mm -hmm. But at the same time, you know, like I said, sometimes they'll join you, sometimes they won't. But I've had to just adjust to this new reality. It's like, I'm going to have to work out, scream at them at the same time, work out, try to move (laughs) them out the way, um, try to get him involved. Like whatever it is, it's like, it has to get done. And, you know, they're learning from that example. Mm hmm. Definitely. Definitely. For the most part, my son ignores me. So if I'm working out at home, he's not really um, like in it for the most part. Maybe he'll right. sit on the couch if I'm in the living room and like side eye me from like the side of his face while he's on his iPad or whatever. Um, so that's not really an issue for me. My major struggle is that I don't like working out at home. Right. Like I do right. it sometimes because I know I have to, because if I don't, I'm never going to work out like it's just never going to happen because I've always struggled with childcare and right. working out. Right. Like even let's say, for example, I remember there was a Bally's on and I don't, I don't know if you're from Brooklyn. Right. So I don't know how familiar you are with the Bronx, but there was a Bally's. I'm from the Bronx. Born and OK. Raised, okay? <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> you just abandoned us for Brooklyn. It's OK. <laughs> Because <laughs> you're, you're in Brooklyn, right? I know I'm not. Bugging. I'm in Brooklyn now. Okay, yes, okay. 2016. <laughs> okay, okay. So you're a Bronxite, right? So the Bally's on Fordham Road. I'm on Fordham in the Concourse. Right. Mm-hmm. They had childcare, and this was Ethan was probably like four or five, right? He was small, and I took him there, and I literally could not focus on my workout because wow. I was just like. No one there understands him. Like, what if he wants something? Like, what if he starts a tantrum? And it's just like, I just, I can't do this. I can't do this. So I've always struggled with like childcare and being able to go to the gym. And I would say the, my most fit part of my life was when I was able to go to the gym four times a week and not have to worry about like where my son was, you know what I'm saying? Right. So it's definitely a struggle. Um, I wish more places. Well, I mean, COVID now, it's not going to happen anytime soon. But before I had wished more places had like child care facilities that were equipped for kids with special needs, because it's like, it's, it's, it's not fair. Like if right. you're having a child facility, then you should be able to accommodate most children. But you know, um, unfortunately, a lot of people are unable to adapt to mm-hmm. autism and, and my children, they're considered, you know, um, high functioning, you know, but there's still things that come along with it. And, you yeah, know, like course. they don't adapt to new environments. Well, they don't adapt to people like that. They don't know. Um, they, they, their behaviors are seen as defiant, you know, mm-hmm. so it's really, 
difficult, you know, right? You know, this anywhere, like summer camps, you can't put them in a regular summer camp. Um, mm-hmm. cause my son wants to go to summer camp and he's expressed this to me because he's like, he's about to turn 11 and he's mm-hmm. expressed, like, I don't want to go to summer school anymore. I've been to five, I've, I've been to summer right. school five times. I don't want to go right, anymore. Cause that's what they do in the summer. It's right. District 75. Mm-hmm. But he is like, I'm not about that life anymore. He said he wants to go to summer camp, you know, and I'm just going through this transition now because he's actually about to graduate, uh, fifth grade and mm-hmm. go on to the sixth grade. And right now he is in the district 75, 12, one, one program. But now the next school that we're looking at is inclusion. And Ooh. I am a nervous wreck, like, cause he's going to be in a class with 22 kids, yeah. but there will be, there will be a one-on-one aid. So I believe there's going to be like three or four like children with IEPs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I believe there's going to, but I'm just like, okay, what about lunchtime? What about this? And it's just like, okay, this is kind of the part that's coming up for me. Like, I'm just, I'm just a nervous wreck, you know, and everybody's mm-hmm. like, calm down, calm down. I'm like, no, like this is, this is not, this is no longer a protected environment, you know? Right. And it's like, now he's going to be around other kids. He may get teased and mm-hmm. like, my son doesn't like to speak up for himself. And I'm, I'm just really a nervous wreck. So when it comes to like other facilities, but I can bring it back to working now at home during the pandemic, even though like I was, I'm a type of person, I do not. I do not. I have never, ever in my life liked working out at home. Right. Mm -hmm. And for me, it used to be where I would squeeze in lunch for I would squeeze in my gym time for like a lunch, lunch time or something like that, where I didn't have to worry about childcare. Um, But in the pandemic, it's like, okay, I couldn't just sit and do nothing at all. It's like Mm -hmm. you have to maintain your activity. And even though you're not going to lift up 25 pounds like you would in the gym, it's like I still have to do something. So jump rope is something that I liked anyway. So I would do jump rope. And then um, I would look for other exercises that were fun. Okay. Because I, I, like I said, I'll, for a lot of years, I've wasted money getting online videos and tapes mm-hmm. and things of that nature. But it, because it's like, I don't like working, working out at home. Cause like the kids are there, the family is there, your whole life is there, but it's like, okay, we cannot go to the gym. So you have to find something. So right. I ended up like looking into different programs, like Afri fit fitness. And she does like a lot of dancing and like mm-hmm. everything that she does, she incorporates the weights. So even if it's five pound weights and I'm sitting there dancing with her for me, that keeps my attention and then it makes it fun for me. Mm-hmm. And then like, I just started using, um, this suit. So it looks like a vest. People think it's weighted. It's not weighted. It's a vest and it has bands attached to it. So I have bands that attach from my hand to here. And then I have bands that attach. Mm -hmm. So what I do is they, like the people, um, they gave it to me, they gave me like a workout, like mountain climbers and pushups and this and that and the third and that and that. But sometimes for me, if I don't have a trainer, sometimes I'm not going to force myself to do that. So now I have, um, uh, somebody else's workout program. I forgot this lady, but I brought, I brought it for the year. Like I, I literally paid for like five or six different programs so yeah. that at least if I get bored, at least I have a choice. So now this lady, she does like a lot of like, um, movement and upper body and lower body. So what I do is I put on my suit to give it more resistance and then I do it. So mm-hmm. I'll do things that, because I have to fulfill that lifting weight. Like I'm, I'm over 40 years old. I need to have resistance at least three times a week. And this is what, and even though like jump rope is always going to be the forefront of what I show, these are things that I do behind the scenes as well. So Mm -hmm. to fulfill that, I always know my need for fun and my need to feel like I'm just enjoying what I'm doing. So that's what I've done. I've just like looked for other programs that I can do 
that will keep my interest. And I'll just step outside the hallway, you know, in my house and just make it happen the best I can. Definitely. I love that. And I let me tell you why, because I am big on buying people's programs. I will buy an ebook. I will buy 20 ebooks. Okay. And then what ends up happening is like you can choose bits and pieces of like exercise that you like and build your own program that's suited for yourself based on activities that you like. You know, it's so there's so much information out there and so many points of view and so many ways to do things that buying people's courses, going on their lives while they're working out, just even if you're not, even if you're watching it from your bed at that point, just watching, (laughs) get an idea and it might motivate you too. Like I always find when I'm feeling unmotivated, like in the beginning of the pandemic, right? We couldn't go anywhere. We were shut down and all of that. Um, we had to make decisions. So when you're feeling unmotivated, I would watch videos of people doing things that I actually wanted to do, but weren't doing right. (laughs) Right. So I'll watch someone who's, you know, a content creator and they're scheduling their content and all of that. So like, it motivates me to do that. Or I'll watch someone who is cooking, you know, better foods that aren't, you know, cooking at home and not eating all the bullshit that I eat all the time. And, you know, just things like that. So all of these things provide motivation and it's always good to support as well. Right. And, and it's, and it's, and it's funny too, because like right now, like I'm in a space where I'm like having building programs and things like that. But the constant thing that I've been doing for free on social media is those 10 sets of hundred jumps. Right. Mm-hmm. And I've had, you know, coaches and people in the past, say stop doing it. And I'm just like, for what? Like, it's like what me doing 10 sets of hundred jumps. It's not the same as when I teach a class. When I teach a right. class, I'm going all in. I'm going to teach you like all kinds of things. Like this 10 sets of 100 jumps, it's nothing. All I'm doing is this like 100 times, <laughs> you know? So I don't I don't feel the need to charge somebody for that. And when I do that, it's on Instagram, it's on TikTok, it's on Facebook and YouTube. And mm-hmm. just the other day, you know, someone come, because I started, you know, I have the four people lives now on um, Instagram. Okay. So anytime I go live, I say, hey, look, if you're in gym clothes and you're ready, come on my screen with me because I know how it feels to do those 1,000 jumps to be bored. Like I be bored. And that's the reason why I started doing it live because even though I know nobody's there really watching the whole time, for me, it's that accountability. Okay, like somebody's watching. So, because if, if the camera wasn't rolling, honestly, if I got to 300, I'd be like, okay, I'm tired of this. I don't want to do this no more. Right. So that's why I started live. And I've been doing that since like 2015. Right, and, and you're someone who loves jumping rope. So imagine yeah. someone who's just starting out. Right. So like the other day, um, after I had did my live video, a young lady, she was like, wow, I had got so unmotivated because it was cold out here, blah, 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 blah. But then you got me out here. And like a few minutes later, she posted a video of her on Instagram jumping rope, you know? So it's like, those are the little things that count. So I'm like, imagine if I would have listened to the coach and stop doing those free um, videos. Like, I don't mind. It's just, it's just a thousand jumps, you know, like, you're telling people that that's what you do anyway. Like what difference is right. it telling people you can do a thousand jumps, you know, 10 sets of a hundred than just me showing you how to do it. Like, why wouldn't I show you how to do it? If anything, people can watch your form so that if they're right. doing it themselves, um, I'm very interested about this vest that you have, by the way, like it yeah, sounds, awesome. it sounds really amazing. Um, and I've seen it in your videos too. And I did think it was a weighted vest. I did. I love I it. It's, it's not weighted. It's just, it's just <laughs> the resistance. So like this week I'm excited. Cause I'm actually going to like put, cause um, I'm going to put the next level of resistance. So I think I've been using it for three weeks now. So like next this week, 
I'm going to add the resistance. And isn't that, a, isn't that great? Like, so imagine you were struggling, let's say with level one or position one or whatever have you, right? And then you go into the next one, into the next level and you're increasing it and you just feel better. Your body's able to do it. Like, yeah, it's probably harder at first, but this is something you probably weren't able to do at all like a right. week or so ago. And the way like your body, your body is something else. Muscle mm-hmm. memory is a thing. So guys, if you've ever worked out hard and you ever were like really like slim or whatever, it's very possible for you to get back to that. Your body remembers shit. Just like how it's easy for you to gain that weight because it remembers you being big. Right. It's easy for you to get smaller again because your body will do it. Like it's not like you have to repurpose your whole body every single time. Your body has muscle memory and it'll right. it'll do what you tell it to do. Right. <laughs> Um, okay. So did you have anything else to add on jumping rope or anything like that before we get into our next segment? Um, no, let's go, let's go on ahead. (laughs) All right. So my next segment is my favorite segment. And since you're from the Bronx, you probably like it too. It's our, it's called, are you dead ass? Right. So it's just something where it's like a rant or rave over different things. Um, and just where we want to get it off our chest. So before I start mine, is there anything you want you wanted to get off your chest today? Um, yes. Matter of fact, <laughs> let's go. So last night I had a young lady on Facebook write me and mm. she said in my inbox, she said, um, I've been, no, she, what did she say? I wish I had my other phone down here so I could show you. But she said something to the effect of, um, you're a great jumper. You're light on your feet. You're so fast. But I want to know why haven't you got rid of your belly fat? Because I have been watching you for several years. No, no. And to and to go back, to go back, I forgot. She was like, hello, I mean no offense. <laughs> and then she went into her thing. So when I seen that, I wrote her back and I said, when no offense means you intend offense, okay? Mm-hmm. Like, let's get it together. You knew what you were saying was wrong. Exactly. And then when she wrote me back, she tried to say, oh, I don't know if my English was correct. And I'm just like, okay, whatever. And I'm, and I'm just sitting here like, okay, first of all, your profile picture is a picture of a cat. Where are you? <laughs> number one, okay? And number two if you have been following me for this long, you would have seen the journey because I post transformation pictures. I post transformation videos. And even mm-hmm. if I'm not always on a transformation, you always see me in real time. I don't right. shy away from social media. But also, too, if she was being attentive, which I talk about all the time in the pandemic, not only did I drop 30 pounds, I decreased one of three blood pressure pills. So mm-hmm. it's like, where, where were you? Right. Where were you? And, and, and it's just, it just annoys me, you it's know, terrible. because you have a profile picture of a cat. Mm-hmm. No one's <laughs> passing judgment on you, right? You're not letting anyone pass this judgment on you. And you're here telling me like, where's why I haven't lost my belly. I'm sorry. Excuse me. <laughs> First of all, not everyone, not every trainer, not everyone who works out, not every healthy person has a flat stomach. Like that's not right. Like, nor do I, I, nor do I aspire to have one. You know, I had to, because I, and matter of fact, before I read her message, I was just 
maybe two or three days ago, I posted a picture on Instagram. One picture, I was 165. One picture, I was 198, right? Mm -hmm. And usually in the past when I posted that picture, I used to post that picture to show people, hey, look, this was a cardio weight loss because people couldn't tell the difference which was 165 and which was 198. Mm -hmm. Because the first one was a cardio weight loss. The second one was like a muscle lifting weights, right? But this time when I posted it, I posted it with the caption basically saying, hey, I may never look like these pictures again. And I'm okay with it. And I'm fine with it. I'm not going to depress myself over Mm -hmm. it. So that was, for the most part, the caption. And then the stories, I went on to explain to people, hey, look, you know, I am not 20 years old no more. I'm not 30 years old no more. I'm not the same person, mindset, body set anything. I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm changing. I have more responsibilities. I don't want to eat two ounces of chicken every time I eat food. Like I like food. You know what I'm right. like, I like food. I live a real life. You know, my body's going through changes. I'm not working hard. I'm not killing myself. Like I work out for my wellness. You know, mm-hmm. I literally now work out to stay sane. I work out to like try to decrease. Like I already beat the pre-diabetes already. Like I am just working out to stay sane to stay focused and do the things that I need to do. So I'm just, whatever you are here for, that's your issue. But I I was, you know, and my point too is tell a woman, if you know that you have to do A, B, C, D, E, F, G in order to look this way, and you're not willing to even put in the work, stop looking for that expectation. Like you have to be willing to put in that work to do, to reach that desired goal, you know? Mm -hmm. And I tell women too, if you're not happy with the weight, you're not going to be happy when you lose the weight. Like you're not because you're doing it for the wrong reason. Your why is not strong enough and, mm-hmm. and, and you're just going to lose it and you're going to get it right back because your why is just, it's, 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 bad. it's generic. Vain. It's vain. Yeah. Right. Like so, you want to lose weight to look good for a cruise. Like it's fine, <laughs> but what's going to happen after over, the cruise? Yeah. When, when you're binging now, oh, two weeks later after the cruise, because you're just like, I'm tired. You've probably drained yourself because you've been working out like a maniac, not really eating how much you're supposed to really be eating. And then like, you can really crash. And that's just not like a physical crash. Like that's a mental crash too, where you just right. don't want to do shit. And that, and I, and I'm speaking from experience because I've done this before. I've done the crash diets where I'm doing the most eating two ounces of chicken or ground Turkey and asparagus or broccoli every day like that it's not fun and if if that's your life and this is what that's what makes you happy that cool but for me that shit is not fun I don't like to your own self to your own self be true at the end of the day it's like be be honest with yourself and be honest to let you know like because at the the end of the day you know what you have to do at the end of the Mm -hmm. day like between youtube google tumblr twitter TikTok, MySpace, wherever you want to go, there's more than enough information. Mm-hmm. So if you if you want to get to a desired state, you know what you have to do. Like if you and me decide, okay, we want to do X, Y, and Z, we know exactly what we need to do. You mm-hmm. know, it's just a matter of if you're willing and 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 ready to do it, you know? Right. I love that you said alter your expectations because that's that's very important. Like I know. I know I'm not working out. Right. So like, well, I'm trying to get back into it, but I know (laughs) originally, like I haven't really been working out. Right. So I know my body is not going to look like someone who works out. Like I, you just have to know that even if I'm eating salad every day, like there's different 
ways your body looks depending on what you're doing to lose weight. Like you said, there's a cardio body versus um, just a like a weight lifting, toning kind of weight loss body. And then there's the starvation body. And all of those bodies look completely different depending on what you want to do. So you want to be able to, you also want to have, you want to have a plan. You want to be realistic with your plan um, and be realistic with your body. I'll never be 120 pounds. I don't like, that's just not me. I've never been it. Like not since I passed it growing up, like I've never been back. And I don't think I'm ever going to be back. I'm 35 years old and I'm okay with that. As long as- And that's that's the thing that people, and people have to be okay with where they are and where they're growing, because you know you 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 can't expect yourself. I'm 40. I can't expect to look like what I looked like at 18 years old. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. Kind of, like you just like you have to accept like your child at all stages. Like, accept you at all stages. Yes, yes, definitely. I love that. Um, so we're gonna get into my dead ass. Um, and this one is actually in honor of World Autism Day, right? Mm-hmm. I just wanted to say, um. Shame on you, New York State, for making it harder for full-time working moms of special needs kids. And I knew it was hard because I've worked my son's whole entire life. I've worked like I've been a full-time worker, all of that. And I knew it was hard, but I never realized how hard they made it until I wasn't working anymore. I've literally been able to get so many things for Ethan because I'm home in the middle of the day than when I was working to pay my bills. And it's It's so disgusting to think about. Like we've, he's lived here 11 years, 11 years. It took us forever to get through to the OPWDD. Then there was that whole transfer where they weren't doing care specialists anymore. And then they were doing something else. So we had to start all the way from scratch because we were in the middle of the process. It was, it's disgusting, right? And then it's like, I have to take days off from work. I can't get OT at three o'clock because I'm he I'm not here. And even though they do send like aids or whatever, so that he, I didn't have to worry about childcare, majority of the time these aides don't speak English. So wow. it's like an occupational therapist, yeah, they can come, but the aide isn't really there to let me know what's going on. I'm not like it's just it's a lot. And I just really want to say shame on you because it's like you want people to work but you don't provide the support needed so that we can be out in the, I don't mind being out in the workforce. I don't mind going to work. I really don't for the most part. I mean, now that I'm home, I don't know if I want to do it again, but right. <laughs> Same here. But just seeing how hard it was for me then and how it's still hard. Don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm still fighting and I'm still doing that. Like, I'm not going to say stay at home. Moms have it e- like hundred percent easier, but it's just a little, that little bit of convenience goes a long fucking way because I had no convenience as a working mom, none whatsoever. And it's disgusting. And I just wanted to say that. So guys, it's World Autism Day. Light it up blue, you know, show some compassion, show some understanding, try to understand that not every person with autism is the same. As you can, as you can hear, my son is a completely different from Bernadette's son. Right. Um, so and I have two. Yeah. I have two children on the spectrum. So they are two total different complete kids. Isn't that wild though? How that I mean, everyone Sorry. is different in general, right? But it's just like usually when you hear 
someone having some type of, you know, condition or whatever have you, there's a lot of things that they have in common. Like you can point them out. For the most part, you can't tell my son has autism walking down the street. Like and and this and let's dispel that. Let's dispel that rumor, right? Mm-hmm. There is no look to autism. At there all. is no look to autism. There is no look to autism. And a lot of times people I think they're they're comparing autism to Down syndrome. Mm-hmm. There is no look to autism. Like you can look at all three of my sons and you would not know who has autism. The only way you may be able to know is if you're a specialist in the area, you may notice that he may ignore the camera. Right. Or a mom. Because me, when I see a little kid in the street and I'm just like, they're probably on the spectrum. Like, I could just tell. Like, there's little things that they do in the behavior, right? Mm -hmm. In the behavior. So, like, if you're not trained to see those little things, because sometimes it could be something so small, like how you said, like, they're not looking in the camera. Or if I'm talking to them, like their eyes are darting and they don't want to like look at me in the face and things like that. And this person can have a, a hundred, like a conversation with you, like how me and you are having a conversation. Right. Right. And then it could be a kid like Ethan who doesn't really speak. It's just the the spectrum is wild. And yeah, there is like no I, I, re- I remember I remember like uh, some years ago I was at a concert and you know how they have like the grate in the ground for water right and the mm-hmm. water drain drain so my son so we're at the concert my son is minding his own business and he's like putting dirt like he even to this day I take him to the park he don't care about the slide swing anything if he see a dirt in some trees that's where he's gonna go mm-hmm. so <laughs> like some years ago he was just putting dirt in the thing putting dirt mm-hmm. so a lady decides to come up to me and like you should tell your son to stop and blah 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 blah, blah. and I'm just like okay we're gonna breathe we're gonna right. calm down we're not gonna say but then another person walked up to me and was like he's on the spectrum right and I'm like yes um so yeah people really don't understand and especially like when you're in a supermarket and they may mm-hmm. be acting out and people are looking at you like won't you just slap no that's not going to work at <laughs> all it's just not <laughs> going to work like they don't understand like me. at least for my and, kid he doesn't get it right like right if i hit him yeah he may cry but he's not going to learn from it so what's the point of that and to my new and to my new autism moms let me just say this If you are in a public place and your child is doing what your child would normally do if you weren't in that public place, do not feel the pressure from people that's giving you eyes to Mm -hmm. smack or scream at your child or do anything that you wouldn't normally do because other people are looking. Mm -hmm. Like I, (laughs) I remember I took my two sons on the train and I was just like, oh my gosh. But you know, one kid threw the phone across the, because one kid, I guess one of my sons said something to my baby. He got mad. He threw my phone across the um, train. And then my other little son, my uh, second, my middle son, kept saying, you stole my seat. You stole my seat. When the baby came back to the chair and I'm just looking at people are looking at me and I'm just like, they're fine. I'm gonna let them do it. I'm gonna let them do what they do. That's what they do. So, right. But right. I'm not gonna let your eyes, I'm not gonna let the people staring at me or whispering on their breaths dictate to me now how I'm going to treat my child. Because if I wasn't going to treat my child like this at home, no, right. I'm not going to do it to satisfy you because my child is screaming a little too loud or because mm-hmm. my child is stomping up and down in the train. I'm not going to do it. So new autism mom, I tell you, please, 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 please. The way you treat your child at home, treat your child that same way in the street when mm-hmm. people are looking. And don't let, don't, and to go off on that, don't 
let it embarrass you. Like, right. this is your baby. You know how it is. Like, for me, I know I hear him all, like he doesn't speak, but like he'll hum or he'll sing or whatever have you. Right. And I hear it. And right now it's like second. It's second nature. Like, I don't even hear it anymore when he does it. Like, it's just part of whatever sounds are in my house. It's part and of our it, lives. And when it happens in the street, for the most part, like I don't even listen to it until I, I would look around at people and they're like looking at him weird or then looking at me weird. And then it's like, I turned into a whole mama bear. So now I'm staring at you. Like, what are you looking at? Like, why are you looking at him? You don't have a phone to look at? Like he's entertained. He's not paying you no fucking mind. And I wait for people. So I, I, I'd be ready, girl. I don't know about you, but I'd be ready for someone to say something about my child. Anyway. <laughs> Cause he can't, I'm going to say it right. Like, I'm right. And he's taller than me. So imagine, I can only imagine. When oh, he's wow. Older. Oh yeah. My son is big. He's a big boy. Once he gets older, it's going to be a wrap. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be behind him really small. Like I'll fight you. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. But yeah, I love that for new autisms. Moms don't treat your kids different in the street than you would at home. Don't let their behaviors embarrass you don't let the opinions of other people or what you think other people are gonna think hinder you from getting your child help that's another big one for national autism day guys if you see that your child is struggling if you see if people are telling you and you're you're, you don't want to talk about it or you're in denial or all of that get over that because the best thing that that the only thing that you can do is provide for your kid right and you have to provide them the best and just try fuck what everybody else has to say yep. everybody and, has and people and, yep and you're not going to have that support like i i the first time i went around the first time it happened i was told things such as you're just unorganized you're not doing a good job you're not this you're not mm-hmm. that um, maybe um, they, they, they're trying to just trying to make this thing for all our black boys. Oh, your mm-hmm. son is going to grow out of it. You know, so if you're a mom that thinks something is different mm-hmm. or if you've been told and you're now going through the process, like just stick with your gut um, and really go get the help. There's a lot of Facebook support groups. There are a lot of coaches out here that can get you through it because I know how it feels to cry every day mm-hmm. because you're going, the schools are calling you. You don't know what to do. Cause I didn't even know like autism was never a thing in my mind. And I'm just right. like, okay, why is he slapping himself across the floor and the, mm-hmm. all the, all the different kind of things? Because like, I didn't know. And it's like, you're going to go through these things, but there is more information out there if you seek it, you know? And like I said, you're not going to be supported. You're not. So you have to fight and you have to keep doing the things that you're going to do. You know, the second time around, I had no clue. I like, I thought my son was doing well. And I went to the doctor. Hey, how many words is he saying? Okay. He's not saying enough. Hey, let's try early intervention. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Bangs. I went that route. So I didn't have to go the hard route. Right. And because I had already accepted my other son, I was mm-hmm. able to now deal with this. It's like, in my mind, right. it's like, okay, this again, but yeah, of course, when you're a new autism mom, you're going to go through the stages. So the denial, the grief, the guilt, the shame, you know, mm-hmm. that until so you accept it because it's like, okay, the blaming oneself, right. And you have to get over these things. Like, like, what did I do? Or was it this or 
did I have a glass of wine? Or, oh my gosh, when my child gets older, am I going to be able to have grandkids? Like all of these different things that now you have to kind of accept. And that can take a while. It can take a little while. It can take a long while. But as long as you are speaking to someone and really fighting for your child and really working on yourself, because that's important too. Yes, you have this kid, but now you have to work on yourself to right. accept this new reality for yourself and your child. It's a different, it's a different upbringing altogether. Yep. It's a different, it's a different household than what I was ever um, accustomed to. And you do have to make the changes within yourself. You do have to accept it. You do have to forgive yourself. And that was mm-hmm. big for me. I had to forgive myself, forgive myself for maybe taking longer than I should have, or feeling like I took longer than I should have to get him in early intervention. Or maybe I did do something while I was pregnant or was it the vaccines or is it because he drank formula or like, it's just, it's so right. much that goes through your mind and you just really have to understand that it's not a, it's not a death sentence. Like your child is going to be okay. You Mm -hmm. just have to acclimate to your new situation and that's it. And, you know, on social media, um, I, I like to share like the fun, lighthearted things. Like, of Mm -hmm. course, you know, I still go through the acting out and, all the things that we have to deal with, of course, but I like to share like the lighthearted moments. So like my, my, my audience, they love when I put my Yaronisms, I call them because he has a snapback for everything, you know? And then, (laughs) you know, like I, like one time I, um, we went to the supermarket and, you know, and he wanted cinnamon toast crunch and I'm like, I'm not buying this today. And he's like, he, what did he say? He's like, um, you're messing up the level of my patience or something. He said, I forgot the exact words. I'm just like, what? Like, what? Like, and then like, even the other day, my four year old, it was like nine o'clock in the morning. He wanted his Nintendo switch. I took the Nintendo switch away. He said, I wish you would go somewhere that would take you a long time to get back home. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, what? Like, I love that. It's so, it's like, so innocent, right? <laughs> it's like, I just don't want to see you for a long time. It's all black and white, no gray. Like that took mm-hmm. me all the way off guard. I was just like, what? Like, but they, they keep me on my toes. Definitely. Yeah. Keep, because they, they would not tell you any lies. Like it's gotten to the point, like with my 11 year old, if he asked me what a word means or what this is, I don't even answer him because it's a setup. Because as soon as I give him my version of the thing, well, it is. And he's going to give me the dictionary version. So why did you ask me? Right, right. He's you know? supposed to you. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, like, I'm not falling into your games. Like, don't even ask me no questions. Get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. even though, you know, it's very stressful at the end of the day, too, it's, to me, sometimes fun. Like, I laugh every day. Like, I may have to wait until, like, I may have to wait till I go oh to another God. room. Yes. But I crack up all the time. My funny. son hissed at me the other day. He oh. hissed at me. I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> my mom was in, we were in my room, right? Sitting on my bed, relaxing. And he has this thing where he wants to use his cell phone and his iPad at the same time. And I'm like, no, first of all, if they both die, like I'm not dealing with you and your tantrum, like that's not happening. So I was like one at a time. He, he put the iPad down, looked at me and went, I said, what? <laughs> laugh in the moment but I really wanted to laugh like why are you hissing at me (laughs) yeah yeah and and even my like 11 year old it's like at the point where like when he gets upset he screams at me as if he's an adult 
And it's like, he doesn't, it doesn't matter that I'm his mom. Just like right. okay, like I had to go to YouTube, right? The like I literally had to go to YouTube. When he gets upset, like he gets upset, and mm-hmm. like I had to go to YouTube. Like, what do you do when your Asperger's child um, is angry? So me and him watched the video together. We wrote down the strategy. So I said, well, what do you want to do when you start to think that you're getting angry? So he said, think about another country. I said, okay, cool. So I was like, okay, good, good, good. I'm, I'm doing some good. Mm-hmm. So the next week. It came time to test it out. <laughs> he started. He started to get angry. I said, "Yaron, what did we say we were gonna do when we got upset?" He's like, "I'm too angry to think about another country." And I'm just like, <laughs> "I tried. <laughs> like, I tried. Oh well." <laughs> you guys had a plan, right? You know, yeah. sometimes it doesn't always like, work. I, I, I tried. <laughs> next time <laughs> i love that all right bernadette this was a great conversation yeah um tell my listeners where they can find you well you can find me at www.makeitfunnyc.com you can find me on instagram at make it fun nyc twitter make it fun nyc uh tiktok which i totally love jump rope is dope so that's where you can find me Oh, yes. I'm going to link everything down below. I'm definitely going to follow you on TikTok. I love TikTok. It's scary oh, yeah, me how too. much I love it. It's it's a rabbit hole for sure. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, guys, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Do I Look Fat podcast. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram, underscore Steffi Kiss, S-T-E-P-H-Y-K-I-S-S, and the Do I Look Fat pod, exactly how it sounds. Don't also forget to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast so that you never miss an episode. I will see you next Fine and Thick Friday. Bye, guys. Black.